0: welcome to the shutdown Fullcast. it's the internet's only college football podcast but you already knew that oh i mean we have a crew tonight to discuss all kinds of stuff right uh we have uh let's see jason kirk in beautiful kennesaw georgia hey jason just uh for those listening for the first time you're you're the college football editor at Espionation, but tell them a little something about uh yourself that may, maybe the listeners don't know i want everybody to sort of Give, give a little nugget away to be like, you know, there's more to me than just these hot college football takes.
1: Wow, man. That's like the first day of vacation Bible school.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Don't speak on your heart yet. We're not ready for that. Okay. Oh,
1: shit, man. Damn. I wasn't prepared to share. I got, i got ha- I have a gigantic baked potato in the fridge for... I'll probably eat it for breakfast tomorrow morning because I eat super early because I'm old. So I'll eat it for what normal humans would be breakfast. But for me,
0: it would be lunch. And uh, thank you for sharing that extremely personal bit of information. You're welcome. Uh, over here, and I'm gesturing to the north. Uh, we have Ryan Nanny joining us from from Brooklyn, New York. Ryan, what's what's the one little special, random fact you'd want like a a new listener to understand about you? Not only that you you can dish out you know college football opinions of scathing temperature, but that you're also a person.
3: Um, have I? I feel like I've talked about it on the show, but I immediately forget everything we talk about the minute we stop recording. You know what my only personal focus for 2018 is, right? No, it's to get better sleep. Like, all I focus on
0: outside angry- of like.
3: No, no, the, I, it should be. Fuck. I was it's about to, already. I was, was about to be, be and... in
0: awe of your ad read skills if that were the case. Yes, no, no, like, no, 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 no,
3: no, yeah, I got, a, I got a side hustle. I'm doing, I'm doing solo ad reads. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> the
2: there aren't any internet mattress companies left, but we could make one.
0: You're doing um, the, you're doing the road, road runner <laughs> ad read, right? Like middle of the podcast, like my personal endorsement. None <laughs> no, of you get this I, funny.
3: All like. I think all but... I'm uh, probably up to, like, eight nights so far this year. I have gone to bed by 11 o'clock. That sounds it's, so luxurious. And it's fucking great. I have missed important sporting events. I have missed, uh, you know, other shit that people are staying up late to watch. But... And it's old, it's old man as hell. And that's it. That's the whole thing that I'm doing in 2018, is trying to go to bed at or before 11 o'clock as often as possible and it's, i'm living my best life i still look terrible and i still feel terrible but i'm living my best life
0: i don't even have kids and that sounds sumptuous as hell i know do you wake up in the morning like some smug bastard in like a coffee ad right and like a two-piece pajama set you know with the sun beaming through like ah stretching like
3: kind of a little bit i mean the nice thing is if you have a child who w- randomly wakes up at five thirty in the morning one day, and but you went to bed at eleven, like you're prepared, you're kind of prepared. For, you still got six
0: and a half hours. You're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, but you don't wake up like I do every morning, which are with these two words. Oh God! <laughs> no, 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 no. You have
3: sons. We've talked about this, but no, this is my this is the the big takeaway from this. I am your most boring friend. Your most boring friend. Here's all right to reiterate that. Because uh, it will probably come up in some form in this podcast. Never drugst. Never in my whole very long life at this point. Never never drugst once. Such a disappointment. So boring.
0: Yeah, I I really think you probably just reneged on your entire agreement to get a diploma from the University of Florida with that statement. But, you know, that's okay. We'll get you on some legal – you know, we will – the first time you – the first time you do the pot, you're gonna do it live on the podcast in oh, legal State. Oh god,
3: oh god. You are. That's why, what we're gonna I, do. One why episode, should... we're
0: gonna go to Colorado, Washington, Nevada, or some other state that actually believes in freedom. We will get Ryan baked off his ass and we will put him on the podcast.
3: Can I can I still be in bed by eleven?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're gonna be in bed what? by eleven whether you want to or not. Uh, we're gonna tuck you in like <laughs> yes. a little burrito. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. You'll be you'll be that's actually the reason that you'll enjoy doing marijuana. Your pillow. Oh, your pillow is beyond your best friend, man. It's the infinity gauntlet. You're just putting your head like oh, the whole universe right here.
2: <sighs>
0: Hashtag nanny and nanny. <laughs> nanny and Nanny. I just tuck him in. What did you do for your podcast? It was weird. We got a dude high for the first time and we tucked him into his own that-
2: bed. I actually, mixing Nana and Nanny to imply that you were the Saint Bernard from Peter Pan.
0: I am the Saint Bernard from Peter Pan. But edgy. I'm updated mm, for I'm uh, updated for the modern version. Sure. Um, <laughs> also joining us, uh, we have Holly Anderson. Yo, no, no, oh. you get the intro. God, we're yeah. gonna
3: we're gonna leave our actual guest on the hook
0: for. So he's gonna walk away. No, he he'll hang sleepy. Up. No, he's hang you up. let him fall asleep if he wants to. He's just yeah. like one of he's our listeners. If you want a nap during this, you go right ahead. Really, really wish much. I could have uh, been informed of this earlier. Like, go smoke a cigarette. I just broke a streak of, like, six shows without
2: having my name mentioned. That's like, Man. That's
0: Stephen Godfrey. We'll get to him. Holly, what's one piece of information about you? What has you? gotten into
1: Spencer? What
0: is this? Why are we- <laughs>
3: What, yes. are, we so I, I are we making up for lost time it feels it feels like he's stalling like he's got a witness coming into court that's not there yet so he's like your honor i thought we'd just go around and talk about ourselves learn a little bit about what makes us all good christians if you, I'm you don't mind
2: a foul, a did, somebody from,
3: <laughs> did somebody from corporate say like y'all have
1: to introduce yourselves more often so it's of just getting it all in at once when but we then, said vamp
4: yeah, i meant to put on that please find the intro but then please also make sure to do plan plan
0: to do drugs on air none this, of you have come up with the this most intro is like Jesus versus miro intro long <laughs> none of you have come up with the most obvious suggestion which is that i have forgotten who any of us are because i am dory the, the fish right that makes so, the most sense so far yeah, yeah that i'm actually this is my cunning way of getting you to reintroduce yourselves and reframe yourself within my 24-hour memory it's, frame, it's like right? the
3: most boring remake of memento possible
0: <laughs> so so holly anderson who i definitely know and remember what what's one piece of personal information what one little nugget about yourself what are you a cop
3: here i have one uh for reddit she's not married to
2: spencer do you know who told reddit that i was spencer's wife just <laughs> trying to just trying to, just trying to share terrific um oh. i logged in just in time to register that and i'm never going back to that thing again whose idea was that jason's. jason
3: that was jason's fault
0: thanks social, buddy social media expert might i add jason kirk by the way you should all go and join the shutdown podcast reddit um uh, we may make random appearances you never know just assume we're reading everything
1: mm. Mm. I th- I think it's better to foster an environment where the children feel they can um they can play creatively, without you know without someone looking over their shoulders.
3: Speaking of lightly supervised environments, hey, Stephen Godfrey's here.
4: Hi, uh, so I'm supposed to share something. I had an existential crisis today because was it Monday? Uh, recently, well, this one wasn't related to work, so I broke a a Ripkin like streak of micro nervous breakdowns. Um. I inherited a pickup truck from my father. Stay with me on this. Wow! Um, yes. God,
3: God, how are you already telling the most oldness story possible? Fathers and sons. <laughs> uh, after
4: scraping all the after scraping all the obvious shit that comes from uh, a sixty five year old retired cop off of the car, I was then I was recently informed that there is an aftermarket uh, CD deck in the truck. I'm painting a picture here. It's like. So, think circa 2002, a lot of like neon lights and, you know, a lot of buttons where you never know what they do when you buy it.
2: Can we guess what CD was in it?
4: Well, here's the problem, Holly. Okay. By the way, don't jump the lead. Um, There's a CD stuck in it. Now, I I don't have to drive the truck often. So I'm thinking about just leaving this thing as is because, like, I, you charge your phone off the cigarette thing or whatever, and I'll just like listen to my phone. I don't, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm fully functional, Dad. The CD that is stuck in it is Big and Rich's Greatest Hits. Um Ooh, oh. I'm, I'm thinking about just leaving this as like a novelty item in case I ever have a passenger.
2: That's a and conversation then, piece.
4: And then feigning shock when one. There's a big and rich CD play. It's the only thing that if you turn on the, the super neon glowing deck that will play. So I'm thinking about just keeping this, feigning shock when a passenger tries to turn something on, and just seeing how long I can go before it makes me you know, horribly, irreparably depressed.
2: I'm excited. What for if you God- pretend that you can't hear it and be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what music?
3: I'm, I'm excited for Godfrey to use this CD to start his own ride-sharing service called Goober.
0: Ugh. Ugh. For yeah. For the what record, if you're, what I if, was going
2: to guess Amy Grant Hard Emotion. That's a great guess.
1: What if you're just like, hey, you want to hear the new
2: Big Crit? <laughs> <laughs> Man, Kanye went native.
0: Yeah, you know, if you if you gave Big Crit like a serious personality disorder and then played out 100 years into the future and granted him no aging, he'd eventually make a big and rich album, right? Like on accident, right? Like he just eventually hit on one if you just allowed him to make as many albums as possible. You don't know that Cowboy Troy wasn't in Cash Money.
4: No one can prove
0: that. Or, or I, you know what? If I would, baby, I would if buy baby that he says was like a Cash, cash money, money
3: science experiment gone wrong. Yeah, from
0: the cash money lab. Yeah,
3: like they were trying to clone Birdman and he was like, Kill me. Kill
2: me. <laughs> they told escaped. the lab
1: we want a country rapper and the lab
0: took it a little too literally.
2: <laughs> okay, Croatia's a country.
0: <laughs> Cowboy Troy's the most popular artist in Serbia? What? Yeah, I uh I, by the way, that's the answer. If Baby says, if Birdman wants me to say that Cowboy Troy uh is a rapper i will say it i'll say whatever he wants me to say along Ooh. with Jay prince if Jay I've prince i've got a, wants me to I've say got it, a story I
4: that it. i could just tell uh and i think there's statute of limitations on my agreements with espn pr i had to go interview big and rich a couple years ago you guys remember that when they redid mm-hmm. the intro and they shot it in of course nashville yeah it's um, a good
1: blog post people should go read
4: thanks they made yeah. me wait an hour and 45 minutes to get you know just the basic requisite crappy quotes that go along with a pr effort and uh, two-thirds of them were com- uh, were, were uh, Ryan nannied out of their skull. I'll put it that way. And I was asked not to mention that. So I think I can get away with keeping that agreement up by not mentioning which two of the, like, three or five guys were completely geeked out.
3: Yeah, I'm on like that, an, I'm on like that celebrity hot tub, question. y'all. Don't, don't do that. Come on. This brand is tarnished enough. Why would you make
0: it worse? Sl- slang, for, slang for weed is nothing but you now. You're Be super like, Yo nanny man.
3: when you're well rested. Yo, man, I
0: got that super nanny. Cop that nanny. What do you call it? what do you call this varietal? What do you call this strain of weed? I call it nine hours of nanny. I hate this show. Man, that's the bloomin' onion.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, that will get us soon. <laughs> oh, that will get us uh, man you know we, how many no, downloads they, they we did if we got sued by Outback probably about the same I don't think it would change all that much
1: no it no, would be we're, good for business
2: Okay. safe what Spencer actually did with all of his vamping at the top of the show was provide us with kind of like an auditory buffer in order to face legal action People have got to wade through the first part of the show <laughs> to find yeah. the infringements. We're fine. This is a gold mastermind. <laughs> a
4: bunch of corporate lawyers sitting down in a big boardroom, and after three and a half minutes, you're like, "I no, we can't. I just this fuck is, this no. These guys, the intro. The
2: intro
3: is the abandoned furniture we leave on the front porch. So when the cops show up, they're like, "Oh, nobody lives here."
1: <laughs> Spencer, what's the caretaker your fun said, fact? By the way, you're not. You're, oh yeah, what Spencer's yeah. weird. You, you can't yeah. throw this down and walk away spencer has oh. to
2: go to a doctor this week because he slept wrong
0: it's true <coughs> god I damn I how did everybody
1: I, come up with the oldest shit
0: i <laughs> did I slept, I slept wrong so i think i got some some wrong with my shoulder blade or back something back there so i have to go to a i'm going to a physician to go get that looked at i
2: walked into the to do the podcast tonight and he's talking about going to a specialist and i thought he had deadlifted his way into trouble and he's like i woke up weird
0: that's it. But, it.
3: but isn't it nice that you're old enough to not care, and you can be honest with the doctor? Like if you had done that at age 23, you Hell would no. have made you would have made up some bullshit, or you just wouldn't go to the doctor at all.
0: Uh, actually, there was an injury from that era of my life I will share because <laughs> you say, "Well, man, you injured yourself sleeping." That's a prime old guy thing. Yes, it is. But stupid injuries during sleep are a tradition around here, and I will explain why. Uh, I went to the florida tennessee game in i believe 2007 this was the game where uh, i don't know we beat them like a lot we beat them by much and afterwards i celebrated and when i celebrated i fell asleep on one of those giant adult beanbags right i don't and- think they
3: call them adult beanbags that sounds gross and sexual
0: hmm. <laughs> okay so por- a pornographic beanbag <laughs> if you like that term more
2: yeah.
0: okay I fell, I
2: fell asleep on how a horn do you bag get, wait how do you even get traction on one of those
0: um well I didn't and that's actually part of the story of the injury because when I fell asleep uh I'm a belly sleeper y'all didn't need to know that uh I tend to cock one leg up as if I'm climbing the side of a building and that's how I sleep, oh my and God, I wake you up. Sleep
2: in rampage mode. Now. I do. I sleep in <laughs> rampage
0: mode, and I wake up seriously every morning with the thought of, "Oh God, I'm still alive!" Like every morning. I oh God, I, with,
3: I changed back from Godzilla. Thank I know, God. That's, Is that week,
0: good? I don't know. It's just how I wake up every it's just morning. It's different. Like, oh God, I'm still alive. Another day. And most people are like, "Oh, another day. Great to be alive." I'm just stating facts. I'm like, "Oh God, awake." So I sleep like that. When you sleep like that on a a gigantic beanbag, gradually your head will sink further because it is heavier than your arms. Because... You're, li-
3: you're literally describing how dinosaurs got trapped in tar pits.
0: <laughs> that was me over the course of the night. An <laughs> allosaurus that had gone wayward into a pit and was gradually sinking into the tar or amber Whatever large, that's sticky not substance. That's amber works. It is. They're mm, big pits of amber. They're the famous. The They're world. very famous. Jurassic Park. Yeah. They're famous. The amber pits of that. Akron, Ohio. Go.
2: I can't Am wait Pitt. to top a cane with your skull.
3: Am- Am- <laughs> amber pits, either. definitely the hottest stripper in Akron, Ohio.
0: So... Mm, put pit in. I would... Uh, <laughs> so I, this pit story concludes with me falling asleep with my head initially above my arms and then sinking well below that range of motion so that I spend a good eight or nine extremely drunken hours with my hands well behind my head, if you will, okay? Wait, that's a stress position for hostage negotiation, not hostage negotiation, for
2: interrogation.
0: Three days later, I begin to experience a throbbing, spiraling pain down my left arm, which as anyone who knows the signs of a heart attack would say, Hey, that's alarming. It was very alarming, particularly because it kept creeping up my face, like my neck and my shoulder, and into like my jaw. And I really thought, "Well, buddy, looks like we've done it here. Just shy, you know, just over the age of thirty, we're, we're going to have a heart attack." So I went to the hospital, and a Michigan grad a doctor there said, well, "I don't know, your EKG looks great, your blood pressure's awesome, everything sounds fine, um, but you got no hey. class." Get some yeah, said, no <laughs> class. By the way, we don't cheat in football and never have. Why would we ever do that? And uh, and then he said to me one day, one day you'll have two marks of the Wolverine on you. And I was like, sorcerer. <laughs> so um, anyway, he said what you need to He said, can you do me a favor? Can you take your left arm and raise it over your head? And I tried to do that. And I was like, ah, ah. And he goes, oh, you tore your rotator cuff. How do you sleep? And I was like, well, I was like, I was like, normally just in my head, but I've never injured myself sleeping. And he goes, did you have any unusual situations? And I was like, funny story. Would sleeping on a beanbag do that? And he's like, brother, <laughs> I have some good and bad news for you.
2: How do you breathe sleeping face down on a beanbag?
0: Um, brain doesn't need much oxygen, to be honest. Did you take right. a snorkel? Yeah, no. <laughs>
2: I'm just trying to picture the physics of this at work. Brian, you would, are yeah. you
1: sure we don't have any mattresses to slang? Because,
4: again... <laughs> There's got to be
2: an internet mattress company that isn't spoken for yet. For
4: a show that cannot transition into an ad read, you've missed like four for a mattress. Yeah, this is killing me. We noted all of them though. I'm pretty sure there's
2: like a Rudyard Kipling fable about this. It's like we're bad bad Can we
4: start a
1: mattress company? Sure.
4: Yeah. Do you think for like about 10 years of your life, you were actually just living the life of an amateur pro wrestler and you didn't know it? What do you mean 10 years? (laughs) (laughs) Like torn rotator cuff wouldn't go to doctor, uh, sleeping on a beanbag. Like that's that's like eighty dudes I know from back in the day.
0: Um, yeah, like I said, that really hasn't discontinued or stopped in a lot of respects. This this going to the I live like a a Viking, like a disorganized Viking with bad furniture. Like an, that's an abandoned just how it's Viking. Go.
3: Like a Viking without purpose.
0: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah left like- you in port. they they left me in port. I missed the boat. You're too dense. That's exactly. That's not not making it on the boat.
3: Be like, no, we're not putting his fucking beanbag on the boat. Fuck him. Leave him behind.
0: We already have an anchor.
3: Oh, I still love you. Now you're our emotional anchor. Now now I'm the emotional anchor. Why are we actually doing? I drowning us, not grounding us. Well, we we. But now I really don't know why we're here. No. I especially don't know why we made Godfrey do this. No reason.
4: Because I cannot
1: There are two two reasons. Two reasons. One the answer to one is because we did it last week. So That's it? The answer Well we're forced to do it again this week.
3: Were Sisyphus of bad audio?
0: Yes actually that's our i mean listeners. that's been we're clear just, for some the time bolder.
4: the answer is you talk shit about alpha flight about a month and a half ago and oh i just God. got around oh, to rent the is
2: due. okay fine right, so, here
3: let's let's God no let's down. let's dive
2: into it okay i'm extremely excited to sit so, back and watch steven and jason fight for 45 minutes
0: exactly i wanted to go ahead and just frame this by saying that that this week um this week has been really momentous for steven i'd say the past like seven days steven has been um the star of a documentary. Uh, which uh, is doing really, really well. Called, I haven't checked any numbers. It's called so Flint to Town. See. It's on Netflix. It's called Flint Town. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one about the cult? It's that one.
3: Wild, wild country.
0: Mm. Yeah, wild, wild country. Yeah. Stephen Godfrey is the star. No, he, he's the star of Foul Play. Our documentary, Go 90, which is about uh, Mississippi football recruiting and the sorted underbelly of college football, which is he about also... freak baseball injuries. Go 90. It it's a real
1: app. You can put it on your phone or your tablet or any other device. It's it, mm-hmm. it's real app.
0: Real <laughs> or a real app. Go 90. The he's also authored uh, the 11,000 words, I believe. Uh, opus uh, summing up the story for those who prefer the tale in a wonderfully written version of this. He has been this is what I wanted to ask you, Stephen. Uh, what's the weirdest input you've gotten this week? I know that the, the the reaction's been mostly positive, like shockingly positive on both right yeah. Like not a whole lot of people like like FSU actually...
4: positive. Well we ran a streak of 23 positive non racist non-gender biased, like totally humane at a family event level commentary from 23 in a row from FSU fans. Jesus.
2: What the hell happened
4: down there? They have lost behavior. their edge
2: since Jimbo left.
4: I I don't even have a joke. I was worried at one point.
0: <laughs> I think Willie Taggart's just like, like really brought them to Jesus. They're just, they've just embraced the positivity life, man. That's what happens when you get a spread offense where people get to have fun, you know, all of a sudden the universe is like beautiful rigging and architecture become apparent to you as opposed to the satanic complex musings of one Jimbo Fisher, the false God. Oh God.
4: Um, Yeah. The only thing I have to add to that is that I have a contact whose job it is to look at every picture of Jimbo Fisher on social media and the internet and then circle when he still wears like his Florida state uh, Nike stuff And then they have to send it to the school and be like, "Can you please? I swear to God, please make him change that gray T-shirt."
1: Well, to be fair, he can't afford new clothes. (laughs) He doesn't have much money.
4: Hey, he doesn't—he doesn't
3: doesn't work for money. He works for the love of the game, the money game.
4: Sorry, we talking about money? Even (laughs) with the absurdity of this show and everything that we do, which is patently absurd, we have we have undersold a shit. Out of that man going to Texas A and M for that much money guaranteed, we have all slept on this. We have all done a poor job.
2: Yeah, can we pick a point in July over the All Star break when there's nothing else going on in sports and just pick a designated day to all just flip out over this? It just like,
4: it, it just randomly occurs to me sometime that they're paying him that much money to do that, which isn't gonna work. Yeah,
0: it'll,
3: it, it'll yeah, be. but gig him what if it does? Yeah, yeah, counterpoint.
2: <laughs> so, no, there'll be no living with What if people. it does? Counterpoint. <laughs> fuck
0: you. I have well,
1: the way you gotta think about this is Texas can't afford to pay Tom Herman that much, apparently, because they're not.
2: So maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have me mm-hmm. at Texas can't afford. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I I enjoy that Jimbo Fisher really doesn't have any idea what to spend this on. <laughs> like no, is there are other coaches who have like I don't know, man, I'm pretty sure they could spend this money. With Jimbo, I'm like, I don't know how many trucks you could buy. There's no greater
4: argument about economic inequality when a man who's guaranteed to make $10 million a year for, like, what the fuck ever it is for the rest of time cannot change a gray, dry-fit T-shirt after being told multiple times. Name Jimbo.
3: And I like that that every photo that comes out of, of him, it's like, oh, he's boy the self-care levels are not great like they're always grizzled they always have to apply every photoshop filter possible so they can be like no he's just looking steely and hard he didn't stay up all night and hasn't brushed his teeth in four days i don't know what you're talking about jimbo's fine he loves it here everyone's
2: fine go away yeah the desert is desiccating him into the turtle from never ending story (laughs) (laughs) Other <laughs> no, look dad. it up. Look it up right now. Do an image search. Never told a lie on this podcast. I believe you. I believe you. Other
4: divorced dads are looking at him, and and they have concern about his skincare regimen.
0: <laughs> it's true. They're like, listen. He may not agree with their political beliefs, but Lush makes a couple of moisturizers that frankly transcend any concerns one might have. Big bad. Not I Even have the most primitive the understanding of masculinity that
3: for men. They they put exfoliants in them now. You don't have to do but you don't have to do two steps. You can save a lot of time Just do it in the shower.
0: Yeah, listen, it's one gel, one gel across. <laughs> that's that's my favorite thing about men's products is that you're like, can we use one gel for what? Oh yeah, Everything. yeah,
3: yeah. If men, if you know, the combination shampoo conditioner, if that could also be toothpaste, a lot of men would buy that.
4: Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Yeah, but the next step after that is like subsisting off of it. it it's going to move into consuming territory pretty quick. Also fun. Yeah, yeah also have fun. you
3: Have you seen Snowpiercer?
0: Ah. <laughs> you know who likes trains, dudes. Dudes like trains. <laughs> I People thought you were going
2: to say Texas a Texas
0: loves railroads. It's <laughs> true, they do. If it weren't for those T sippers in Austin, we'd still be riding on them. By the way, Ollie's completely right. The turtle and never-ending story is Jimbo Fisher is terrifying.
3: This is terrible. Can we ask the Reddit questions now?
0: Sure. Yeah. So some some
1: media elites might have a problem with there being a Reddit page because they sit and stare at the Twitter Twitter and complain about like you know normal normal internet weirdos <laughs> using Reddit and having to interface with them.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you, like, know how, you know, how Twitter is totally
1: healthy for your brain to sit and, you and know stare how at.
3: Every, everything written about Reddit has just been like, yep, it's just normal interaction. Everything's good.
1: It's exactly as normal, but well, it's nowhere near as normal as Twitter, of course. Twitter, of course, where normal humans um, spend all their time in their little, little elite bubble. Um, so, the, seeing as this is a podcast of the people we reach out beyond Twitter, which is like 700 people um, all tweeting, LMAO, Twitter broke my brain. Um, and we extended out to Reddit, which is like 700 people um, talking I mean, about whether John Cena could beat up Batman. Um, and, like,
4: yeah, they both have a lot of awful people saying yes. awful yes. stuff. Yes, I mean... Oh, yeah, they're... they're no. Yeah, with the, fan, the, fan art, Twitter, the fan art... Twitter is, is just... Twitter is Reddit for media people who can't draw fan art. Let's be exactly. honest. Exactly. <laughs> Tell them. Talk to them. Talk the fan, fan
3: them. art is if John Cena could beat up pregnant Sonic. It's different. <laughs> On Twitter,
1: it's is, whether, no. like... John Cena is woke enough to, like, uh, eat Donald Trump. I don't know. <laughs> um. So this, so I like this one from Quietude Thirty Eight because this is also a topic that we wanted to get into anyway. Best gas station fried chicken. And this was this was uh, I feel a welcome question for Godfrey as yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. our ranking mid
4: South oh, uh, Louisiana expert. Um. Okay. So. It can't be a chain inside of like a pilot station, correct? We're like eliminating all that crap, you, right?
0: No, you just you just make the choice you want to make. Now, if it's a chain but it's one specific location of that chain, yeah. that's fine. I just I want you to make the decision that your heart your heart wants to make. Okay, okay here don't we think go. about it.
4: Between the cities of Meridian and Hattiesburg is I-59 and it's there's one outside of Laurel, Mississippi and then there's another one on Highway I think it's night. it's 45 just north of Waynesboro. And they're both just like a ima- mat. By the way, is everyone familiar? I know Holly is and Spencer probably is, but like, is
0: meat and three just a Nashville term? Everyone yeah. understands what that is, right? Um, Yeah, no, that's, I think that's a pretty common culinary okay. term. So just like,
4: yeah, just a ima- mat. So what Mississippi does is that like, you can't get the money for the building and afford the business. So they just put them in the back of a gas station and cuts all the overhead. The food is as good, probably better than most places that are like, bullshit trendy there's a place uh just north of waynesboro and it's in the back of an amico station and the gas the the, the gas station chicken, chicken is fucking unreal
0: do you know the name of this place we want to point no to it's the just the that back sounds of even the amico better though <laughs> yeah. i mean that's better i just want people to know back at yeah. the amico station right it's on uh it's on highway 45
3: and- god is god for using our podcast to run a human trafficking scheme is that what? Another, I'm worried I mean, that's what's happening. At here. least
2: it has a purpose now.
0: Yeah, that's another extremely Reddit <laughs> opinion, right? Fuck, I don't have to disclose paid endorsements. Kiss my <laughs> I'm off the clock. Is it chicken. illegal in Mississippi? Good question.
3: Oh, no, chicken, always chicken, the answer. Chicken Gate's gonna be great. I'm excited.
0: This is where I, this is where I basically talk a SWAT team into raiding the place out of paranoid like idiots online just to bring me chicken, right? Like the SWAT team's like, "Well, we confiscated all the chicken." I'm like, "Guess you're gonna have to like meet me in Atlanta at your office at the ATF." Oh dear, got all this confiscated chicken. I'll test it. I'm brave. I'm brave, I'll eat it. Mmm, it's delicious. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible, toxic, it's bad. Why did you guys bring me all this delicious chicken? It wasn't part of a long-term plan at all.
3: Do you do you all realize how insane talking about gas station chicken is? No, to, this is not people. insane. Because no, 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 no. Well, let me finish. Okay. To people, to people who have no familiarity with the region that we're talking about. Well, all right.
0: Like, you gotta know, okay. Here's here's a couple of things you gotta know, and I don't think it's that outrageous. No, You're like just... even in a, a dense urban environment, y'all got bodegas. You yeah, got it. we'll trans- it's just a bodega. We'll trans- Exactly. Yeah, we'll but, but I
2: would not. I would not get fried chicken from. A oh, okay,
0: bodega. but what would you get at a bodega? What would you eat? You at a wouldn't bodega? get
4: fried chicken in New York City.
3: You would that's get an egg sandwich. that
2: has been sitting under a heat lamp for eight hours. It's What's the deep? The de marrow
0: sandwich. that's so popular now. Chop cheese. Chop the chopped cheese. Chopped, the yeah. Chopped cheese? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you get you get like one of those, or you get. I know in New York, like the best things I've gotten are usually like the sort of like half garbage that comes off of like. Yeah, like a bodega or a a cart of some sort, right? Sure,
3: street.
2: Oh yeah, street meats. Street meats, fine. Oh,
0: that, that's all you're doing. But if okay? you can drive up and get the
2: street meat, woo! Yeah. And yeah. a pack
0: of
4: Doritos and maybe a couple Gatorades.
3: God, your life has been bad.
0: Now, th- seriously though, like that's like for like this has always been. That's called shopping, Ryan. Okay, that's what we do. <laughs>
4: Not all of us go to Publix all the time. Asking.
3: I'm so sorry for your wife. And I say that all the time, but I've never felt it. Oh, wacky. especially <laughs> this
4: week, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you taking that lady on vacation? Uh, she's in Pensacola with both kids and my in-laws right now. Oh, God. But so, when she gets home, lemon-lime waiting. It's not just a drink. It's a lifestyle.
1: <laughs> um. Next question <laughs> from the Shutdown folk as Reddit. Like and okay. subscribe or whatever you do to these.
3: Okay, I
1: from, have one. From, uh, from... Oh, you have one?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you uh, got it loaded up, go ahead. All right, this is from Cockadoodle Boom. What's the dumbest redneck thing you've ever done? I'm directing this at Godfrey to start.
4: Ooh, ooh. Right on the spot. It would definitely be discharging firearms in city limits. Um, I was... <laughs> well, okay, I, look... I, so before 9 11, you could be charged with terrorism. Jesus Jesus different.
3: Christ. <laughs>
4: okay. I was not arrested for terrorism. <laughs> One of my friends was arrested for terrorism, but it means something. It meant something different before 9 11. Right. It was a pure. Simpler awesome. times.
0: Sure. Yeah.
4: Thank you, Jason, who immediately knows what I'm talking about and will back me up.
0: No, I got, I got you. I got you.
4: Um, the individual was, uh, I had assisted in the operation, but was not on the roof um this was after we fired a 38 at a, like a it's not a not a full stoplight with the three colors but just the one that just has the an intersection yeah
3: yeah okay
4: um then uh there's an individual on a roof and i can't even remember what the recipe used to be but you would take like i think it was drano tin foil. you put it in a two liter bottle and i think there was some that, other that, that wasn't it but orange yeah. juice there's some there's something else where you can shake it up wait throw were it, you making napalm it. No, we were just, no, it would create oh. an explosion. Never mind. This is Holly and I saying we know too much. Go ahead. Jesus. Uh, no, no, we were, tra- it was creating an explosion because it was like compacted or I don't know. Like, like I was sober at the time.
2: Wait, uh, didn't this, didn't this like get attention as like the next knockdown game a couple years ago as like this thing that teens are doing?
4: This was, I mean, this was like pre. No, no, like- I
2: mean, I've, I know what you're talking about because yeah. I think this had a resurgence like last year. The 90s are back.
4: Finally, uh, and,
3: and what were the consequences of this?
4: Uh, I did not go to I did not go to jail. I did jump flat-footed in, in cowboy boots off of a, the roof of a one-story home that, um, and really stuck to landing. I'm proud of you. Do you you guys- got a high center of
2: gravity. That's that's nice. done. Now,
0: now I know of a guy who got a a terrorism charge because he owned a record store in downtown Fort Lauderdale and decided it would be a fun idea to see if he could shoot uh to see if he could shoot clay pigeons off the top of it not really thinking about it being the middle of Fort Lauderdale um that was that was a charge he dodged eventually but i don't blame them for that like he's like you're yeah, going to terrorism charge yeah <laughs> you know, no it used to be funny because pre 911 yeah. you would you
4: would terrorism was a pretty common funny charge for just being a drunk asshole
2: i am available to lecture to your students or scout group if you do want to teach them how to make napalm
3: fbi i'm i don't know these people i don't like them
2: oh they're busy honey
3: i don't work <laughs> with are them are they at the moment are, are they
4: apparently yeah
3: you know jeff sessions listens to this podcast because he loves spencer's impression of him i asked two
4: i asked two fbi agents a week ago i was like what was the motivation on the basketball thing? We're like, we don't
0: fucking know. <laughs> Godfrey, breaking news on this podcast. The basketball was- investigation. No one fucking knows. But
4: hope, both of them in a- unison just completely shrugged it off with all of the like, all of the existential dread and ennui that comes with a federal government job. Just like we don't fucking know.
3: I hope it's revealed that it was just a couple of Kentucky fans within the Bureau that were just like, yep, just wanted to show you Coach Cal. Coach Cal's clean. Love him.
4: We're dedicated.
3: Uh, Anybody else got a – well, no, I I, I do want to ask Spencer what the dumbest redneck thing he's ever done is. Although you kind of already said it when you tore your rotator cuff sleeping in a beanbag mm. at post-age 20. I
1: think that counts as redneck if that, like, ruined your high school <laughs> baseball career.
4: Yeah
0: yeah which i never had so i have to resort to an entirely different thing uh which was shooting a movie in my sophomore year of high school one of those you know hey let's make a movie for a school project and that somehow morphs into the idea of hey we need a scene with fireworks here's the dumbest thing we ever did um driving down the road there was a box of fireworks for a scene that was in the back seat. And there is one person in every group of people who will be the person to do the one thing that will endanger everybody, right? I have a theory, and that's this, that if the group of people equals N, right? Then N greater than five, there will be one person in the group who wants to torture everyone. It's just, it works. It's like any movie, right? Like if you're in a, a doors locked situation, a lord of the flies situation if you have more than five people in the room one of those people is like you know what the solution to this is we need to torture somebody that's just going to happen okay be ready know if it's you be honest about it okay two there's always one person in that group and larger than four who are who will be completely willing to do something randomly dangerous to to like screw up everything simply because they want to right this is the person who wants to watch the world burn We had five people working on this project one of them thought it was a really good idea to, while driving down a major road in franklin tennessee throw a bottle rocket into that box which was sitting in the back seat of what i believe was a tempo i was not in the car i was in the car behind it which was the best place to be because if you've ever watched about a hundred bucks worth of fireworks go up inside a small compact car it's one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. It really is. Because in the midst of all of the explosions and things going off inside the car and the smoke coming out of it, you'll see hands waving in a panicked fashion. That, <laughs> while you acknowledge, is alarming and possibly harmful to the people inside, is so hilarious you can't stop laughing. It's
3: nature's strobe light.
0: <laughs> you just see someone in the back going, Aah! and the universal panic gesture. <laughs> they had to pull over and pour out. They all looked like they'd been in an oven for about 30 minutes. It was magnificent. It was almost like Tom and Jerry when something blows up and they're all covered with, like, soot and ash. It looked exactly like that. That is the most redneck thing I've done, is pull over and laugh at somebody who had a box full of fireworks go off in the backseat of a car.
3: Yeah. I'm I'm not going to keep asking this question because somebody's going to commit to a crime, uh, admit to a crime. please. Someone take the, take the mic.
1: I have a question I want to ask Spencer first and then Godfrey. It is from MHG94 on the Shutdown Fullcast Reddit, which everyone should, should um, friend or whatever you do.
3: America is only college football Reddit. That's not true.
1: I have one free day in Nashville. What should I do? Spencer.
0: Leave. Go to Memphis. Take a nap. Go to
1: Memphis. Godfrey. She's go to go Memphis.
0: <laughs> yeah. So stay and sleep. All right. Those, your, those are your choices. Or, or my superior answer, leave and get some decent barbecue. We, well, we bought all of Memphis's
4: barbecue and brought it here, so.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So ruined. it. Yeah, whatever.
4: We've been trying to keep this up for like 10 years now and I'm just like, yeah, fuck, whatever. I pay taxes here.
0: I'll always win. Why? Because I won't ever let it go.
3: No, here's the problem. It's slowly turning into the part where you're the person on this podcast who cares the most about Tennessee. And that's how you lose.
0: You know, that's a very damaging thing to say about someone. <laughs> I have no response to that. <laughs> if okay. you
1: step into the courtroom, then that's what happens. You just got, Ryan just, Ryan just tore your argument to trash.
0: I know that's why I'm <laughs> going
3: to stall for another fifteen
4: minutes, Judge. No, it's it's fine. Judge, Why don't we Why it's don't we fine. go around and talk about Why Jesus?
3: don't we Why don't we share deeply traumatic childhood stories so we can better understand? No, uh, all right. This is from the fanged rabbit. This is Saban Orr. Godfrey, can you explain Sabinor to the
4: people? Sabinor is a device that we created on PAPN because inevitably everything comes back to the um, the horrible time in which we live in, in which a uh, despot ruler has taken over our freedom and uh, wins a lot of national championships. Um, You thought it was a Trump joke. Um, No, you said winning. Hey! So what we do is we say basically um, Sabinor means... A uh, number of na- uh, national titles to be yet to be won by Ni- uh, Nick Saban or some other event.
3: All right, so this Saban or is Saban national titles or good DC cinematic universe movies?
4: Saban national <laughs> titles.
3: <laughs>
1: I
4: didn't even blink. Saban national titles.
1: And you on um, PFPM being podcasting play nobody? The universe is only other college football podcast.
4: The the well that's Earth twos
3: all right. right yeah the right
1: it's it's the um what is it uh secret invasions or whatever yeah y'all are the um when the Cree turn into heroes y'all are that and we're the we're the
4: good guys let me tell you something <laughs> I know you're downplaying your knowledge of that fucking event right now <laughs> to sound cool. <laughs>
1: dude it's amazing i like i duck the nerd tag i have a motherfucking nintendo tattoo and nobody around here calls me a nerd it's amazing (laughs) i know so on that podcast you've established 2.5 as sort of the going over under for future saving titles
4: that that seems
0: yeah that seems to be what everybody thinks is 2.5 that's horrifying because nobody nobody will make a decent dc comic uh like because all of their dc stands for dumb comics all, All right, of the I'll characters mark, are dying. All right, goddammit, now I can show what you say. No,
3: wait, wait. Before we get there, I want to change this. Jimbo or Jimbo National Title? <laughs> <the> DC Cinematic <laughs> Universe. How long is he staying alive? <laughs> can they cryo him? Okay, so here's my thing about Batman. And I've thought about this a lot over the last couple of days. Uh, and I want to compare him with Spider-Man. So Spider-Man's origin story... He gets his powers, but he doesn't really use them to fight crime at first. And this comes back to bite him, some pun intended, in a very particular way, because his uncle dies because he failed to intervene to stop a criminal. Right? Yeah. Did I get everything right, Stephen? Yes, sir. Okay. So th- it's understandable, like, oh, he's learned a lesson here. He has to use his powers to make the world a better place, because if he doesn't, he will live with the guilt that he didn't stop these things okay. from happening. Alright, that's number one. Batman. At least we'll use Christian Bale Batman. Batman sees his parents gunned down when he's a very young child, and then he grows up all disaffected because he didn't go to therapy and didn't work out his issues. Goes training off in the mountains. Um, comes back home and sees his parents' killer proceeding through the justice system normally. Mm-hmm. So... That means he should fight. I don't understand why is Batman fighting crime if like what was supposed to happen did. I mean, the police caught the, it's not like the, this killer went uncaught. And if we are going to go with the other version of the origin story where it's the Joker who kills his parents, that I'll buy. But if Batman's killer, if Batman's parents killer Batman's is parents just are dead? He, he does. Jesus asshole. I mean <laughs> like since <laughs> Um, Well, here's the thing. The events of Solo suggest that maybe they're not. (laughs) Oh, no. No, we're not going down this path. No. What my book
1: presupposes is.
3: So isn't Batman kind of an asshole? Because he hasn't had some formative experience where he's like, oh, the police couldn't do the job, so I have to. Like...
4: What the fuck? Um since since he was created there've been just a multitude of origin stories and some are really wacky and zany and reflect the time but the bottom line the core version is this since the mid 80s Batman has become like a libertarian's wet dream and basically reflected the Reagan era and then never stopped and he became the smartest guy in the entire universe and so it makes right. I'm giving you the answer basically that you want. I, okay. He, yeah.
3: Can I, can I twist that into Batman is Dollar Store Punisher?
0: Hmm. <laughs> you know he's Silicon Valley Punisher. Yeah, that's I'm going to disrupt these streets. I got an app. We're going to disrupt crime.
2: Che- He's not cheap, it, no. You can't call him cheap. It's not like a knockoff. He's reinventing the bus. Right. Like, it's the other direction. It's it some is, shit where it's
1: like, Batman's like, I've invented a device <laughs> and when you push a button, it shoots an object and it hits a person. Oh, cool. And everyone, so we, everyone, everyone, so everyone by, mashes retreat like, Batman, Command. you invented a gun.
3: Commissioner, here's a here's a special signal that you activate and it tells me to come meet. You mean a phone? You invented a It's a light that's a phone?
1: Batman, In you a, invented a
0: light. Like Batman, invented Batman's really out there like, you invented like,
4: a really shitty text alert badge.
0: What if we arrested the criminals? Yeah, you invented the police department, Batman, but you did it in a really inefficient, expensive way. What a dumbass! Batman is the stupid. Okay, Batman is like by far the most compelling character in the DC universe, and he Wonder is the, Woman, and he is the stupidest character. Wonder Woman,
2: with y'all. the way What's they
0: did, with y'all? the way they did Wonder Woman, like they that's made the, a good DC movie. They did. They made a good, and that's it. That's the only one they're getting. A good DC movie. I, yeah, like if they did a Martian Manhunter one, it would be awesome. But Martian Manhunters never getting any love because DC doesn't enough make enough you know money every week. He, 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 they're not making a movie.
3: Nobody, nobody knows that.
0: He's they're a not getting. They're not getting far enough in the depth chart oh, to get the Martian TV? Manhunter. What? Let's get that. What? Give me that. So I came
4: on this. So I came on this podcast to basically now ha- associate Elon Musk and Batman for the rest of my life. I'm really are glad they I that are they
2: that are they that different.
4: Really glad I stayed
0: up to do this. Can you see? Can yeah, you
2: Elon sh- Musk does not lift.
0: No, not one bit. And Batman, even husky Ben Affleck, fat kid Batman.
2: Oh, he's, I bet he's got spongy bones. I just <laughs> want to talk about the tattoo.
1: That's why. I, that's why. I, that's why I call Ben Affleck Elon Husk. So. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
3: I showed my, my wife had not seen the sad picture of Ben Affleck at the beach uh, oh until oh. a couple weeks ago so I showed it to her and she looked at it carefully and she says well that's the new sad husky
0: oh. <laughs> if we do it put
1: sad husky on Ben Affleck <laughs>
3: I don't think it Too would matter y'all create,
1: create that when you're listening and tweet it at Ryan Nanny Thanks. my favorite
0: was putting that on the internet because so many people commented on his ass that was the best part of it. Was man, he ain't got no cakes. His <laughs> cakes deflated. Look how flat that. Look how flat that shit is. It runs right into his like knees. That's so disturbing.
4: His ex wife pulled the bless your heart in Vanity Fair on him. How the Dude, fuck? She's from
2: West Virginia.
0: how the fuck?
4: Like, how the fuck did you leave yourself open to that? And how are you going to work again?
0: He's from uh... Boston, which is an underrepresented media market. I don't know if you know that, mm. but by law, people from Boston get movie contracts and like you can't websites my and stuff. heart because I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> More carbs. More carbs.
3: Crime will never be as
0: loud as a Celtic's home crowd. What if I made a car, but it was really heavy and covered in armor? That's a tank. It's a tank, dumbass.
4: <laughs> Driving oh, on a roof.
1: Um, I have an important question. From yeah. R R five four eight one, tell us about Big Ten Bag Men and in what ways they are more virtuous than SEC Bag Men.
4: We had a legit serious question today that was that absolutely stabbed right at the heart of this pious bullshit. I don't really have a joke about it, but if you give me a second, I can look it up. But it essentially said if you don't support bag men and you condemn the culture that goes on in the SEC and you're a Notre Dame or Michigan fan, aren't you accidentally endorsing a modern form of slavery? I kind of just wanted to read the tweet and then just get off the air. That would have been our entire podcast.
1: Yeah, well, kind of awkward for those folks up north. but they're really struggling with that one.
4: I guess they just don't understand, uh, you know, that uh, people deserve to be treated equally. It's a common problem that Mm.
0: happens in the north. I would just say this, that if you are looking at any of this sordid behavior in the SEC and – Beyond, and you say, "Oh, well, that could never be us." How many other basic big stories or dynamics has that worked for, huh? Because you know what? What university in the SEC? I don't know. Protected, uh, protected a, a like a pedophile. Hundreds of cases and instances of that, and then retreated to defending the institution above the individual that wasn't in the sec on a slightly Um, lighter note
4: ryan now by the way
0: that conversely the other thing to think is that's probably happened in the sec
3: Mm -hmm. oh definitely
0: that's the other thing yeah Mm -hmm. don't ever assume that the horrible phenomenon you're describing didn't happen in your neighborhood because if it's been described and it involves a large institution guess what flip it it probably happened to y'all and it will probably come out sooner rather than later in this environment and should that's good my point being don't assume any of this any of this isn't below board it's all possible
4: ryan always reminds me of this because i don't watch basketball that much but it did vacate like a fucking final four for for paying players right that happened
3: for like a uh yeah. a, a money laundering scheme that, yeah. in, that went I to federal court that yeah that happened yeah Um, yeah, it's everybody, this is, it is just safer to assume that your school is doing some amount of dirt. You hope that it is the kind that Godfrey has been investigating where you're like, well, in the, on the, on the moral arc, this is on, you know, a pretty comfortable side of it. But to Spencer's point, yeah, it's a large institution with a lot of fucked up, um, motives, and it's probably going to have some uh, things on the other side of that arc as well.
0: Power, power, defends power. That's how that works. Yeah, and and there are no fences. It works everywhere. Fuck, this got deep. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Better ask another question. Got okay, uh, Godfrey, wow. what somebody, are your thoughts about us out of this?
3: What are your thoughts Damn. about cowboy boots with the team logo on them? That's from JJ Ringer.
4: I have no I, – I don't understand this at all, but are you – I guess it only works in, like, Texas and Oklahoma where people will routinely tuck their pants into their boots. Otherwise, what are you doing? Or wear them with basketball shorts. That's fine. I'm totally fine with that. I choose not to do that. Um, it's, it's more of a religious reason, but – um yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it because it's very popular in certain campuses for the young ladies to pair with like a skirt or something like that. But I don't understand why, like it, unless you are seriously fucking wearing shorts, you're not going to show the logo off. But hey, more power to you.
0: There is a school I know that will wear the team logo boots. I've seen it with shorts, and that is Oklahoma State. Yes, I've seen
2: this at LSU.
0: You've seen that at LSU? Okay. Yes. Have you seen it on a man at LSU? No. Okay. I've seen it on a man at Oklahoma State. Uh, yeah you know,
4: so it, don't sleep on k-state either
0: really yeah, yeah really yeah.
3: it's it's the beanbag of the big 12 so <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't sleep on it
3: <laughs> just Bill's not. come on have have a sleep i'm just a big old beanbag i can't hurt you oh look at that your season's ruined because it's your rotator cuff thanks for playing here's a nice note when did you decide that you were a cowboy boot person godfrey
4: Oh uh, well, I'm not always. It's just more of a public persona, but um, yeah. Uh, I guess early college.
3: That just feels like a hard thing to just be like, "Yep, that's that's a thing I do now." And I, look, yeah, but it works for you, and that's great. But it's the kind of thing that's where – when you do it though. Oh right, when you're when you're full of like the- like
4: you, college is filled with those like. Overcorrections of character and identity experiments and all that shit where like you can, you can literally erase the collective memory by semester. So if you pull a stunt like that at any other age of your life, you're going to be made fun of. Whereas mm-hmm. in college, it's just like, wait, did is he always do that? I don't know. I'm drunk. Well, I
3: don't take sociology with you assholes anymore, so I don't have to talk about it.
0: Yep. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. Are you, you're, do you own a pair of cowboy boots, Brian?
3: No, I couldn't, I couldn't pull that off to save my life.
0: Do you, Holly, do you own a pair of cowboy boots? Several. Several. Yeah. When did you decide you could carry them off?
2: It was never a decision point for me. I've just always been around them because I am from Hill People. She's
3: Bane, she's Bane, Godfrey is Batman.
4: I mean, most of my family comes from... Appalachian North Georgia and like I remember my grandparents wearing them and it was yeah I guess it it's funnier to, to me to hear Ryan act like it was a big choice we we're just like yeah it's way know.
2: more it's it comes from the ambience more than the affectation yes yeah, I mean, there are, uh, there are situations now, like there are situations in which it is an affectation. But the reason that I own them was because they were an ambient factor in my upbringing.
3: Let me put it this way: if you're in Tampa and you see somebody wearing cowboy boots, and you're not at a Texas Roadhouse, you should leave. You should oh, go God, somewhere so else. Moist. You should go somewhere else because that is a person who has a lot. Not to hide. enough
2: dry fit half calf socks in the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I own one pair. One pair. They're good boots. They're great boots, man. No, they're phenomenal. I would trade it for the world. They're awesome. If you get a good pair of boots, don't ever part with them. They're amazing. I,
4: I will back some – I will say this. Man, I think Spencer would appreciate this. You get to a, a very grumpy phase of parenthood where you are – the idea of like fashion and clothing yourself is so fucking arbitrary that there's something very appealing about buying a clothing product that can last you like 35 years. That's right. really enticing.
3: Here, I'll, 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 old man, you, I'll, um, I'll see your old manness, and I'll raise you. I don't want to buy something that might hurt my feet,
0: because I don't know. <laughs> that's that's a powerful counterpoint. Yeah, really you got to buy the right kind.
4: God, I'm so
3: actually,
2: watched I feel and like I love having it. a very young child would be a good time to break him in, because like when you're walking the baby around in the mm-hmm. apartment or whatever, you just wear an extra pair of socks, break him in. Break them in in a controlled environment when you have to be pacing about anyway.
0: I think we have maybe two more good questions for Godfrey here. One
2: that presupposes do,
0: that
3: other questions were good, but go ahead. This, this is also,
0: practical. How do I become a bagman for my rival school and then accidentally get discovered? This was this we've been was, talking
2: about making a parlor game out of this for years. They
4: they asked this question for on our show today too. Um, no, if you want, if you want to double the, plot Rd, of the Americans
0: done okay for those who haven't seen the americans help us out like me i haven't seen it
4: you get trained by soviet agents for about six to ten years you um basically learn like crop maga and a bunch of other fighting techniques you have to learn foreign languages um you have to undergo just years of like horrible abuse and psychological reprogramming and then you just move across the state to the ag school that you don't like and um i don't know start handing out 20 dollar bills can uh, we
3: make? Can we remake the Americans and call it the Arkansans? Man, if only dibs on dibs oh. on that. No, don't oh. say it. I don't dibs. know. Don't, don't we don't want this to be it. like
2: a? Don't we want this to be like a high dollar thing to make it more exc- exciting?
4: If only I'd been interacting with people in Los Angeles who would be receptive to such an idea for the past year.
0: Huh.
2: Huh.
0: What's the um, other good question, Let's see. Um... This one's man. This one's real disturbing. Okay. Uh, by the way, the, the the conclusion to that question is: What if I want them to get the death penalty? No one gets the death penalty. No one gets the death penalty. It's impossible. Doesn't
2: Do you disagree?
3: remember? Uh, have we talked about on the show how part, one of the NCAA penalties they used to levy was that you didn't get to play games on television? That that yeah, was we thing? have talked about that.
4: Yeah,
2: and that's it's, why it it's terrific.
3: It's so good to remember that that there was once a time where the NCAA would consider that, and now silence
0: i believe that was i believe that was uh didn't auburn get that once because i remember there was one season where it was like auburn was the indie band favorite Is that there was
3: yeah there was an sec i don't remember if it was auburn or not but there was an sec school and that that was i think probably what tilted it towards maybe we're not it, gonna right? do this it, like yes SNU definitely probably, got it yeah
4: yeah so real journalism moment. I asked someone during this investigation. I was like, "Is it possible if they actually did the old school death penalty?" And their immediate response was, "We did an economic economic impact study, or or they had seen an economic impact study of what removing one SEC team would do in terms of like violating all the contractual agreements for television." Never going to happen. Ever. 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 <laughs>
0: so I would. So I would point to this. Taylor, come on home. Yeah. No. Like this. You have no incentive not to. Hey,
3: unless, unless you're Notre Dame.
0: Unless you're Notre Dame, because you're, <laughs> you're only hurting yourself and the ACC, which you're a member of,
4: and Comcast right? and
0: us. Yeah, but you have no incentive not to. Right? You're only unless hurting it,
2: Notre um, Dame and Comcast. Oof.
0: I'm Ooh, sorry. Boy,
3: NBC has the Stanley Cup, but they didn't put it on their primary network. I'm not. I'm not playing this game right
0: now. It's got Doc Emmer. Doc Emmer emptying the whole thesaurus over on the Weather Channel. <laughs> Okay, didn't realize we were putting our corporate
4: synergy strategy in a burn barrel tonight. But fuck nobody's
2: listening this far. No, no, no. See, nobody's listening this far.
0: This is true. Please, uh, the the last part, and I'm just going to ask you. it's a very moving question, I think. Is why do you hate Ole Miss?
4: <laughs> uh, because I I don't look good in pastels.